This evening, our gospel lesson from John 9 is long, and so I'm going to ask that everybody remain seated for both of those readings. First is from Ephesians chapter 5. For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret. But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel from John, the ninth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from birth, and his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, It was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Having said these things, he spat on the ground and made mud with the saliva. He anointed the man's eyes with the mud and said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. The neighbors, those who had seen him before as beggar, were saying, Is not this the man who used to sit and beg? Some said, It is he. Others said, No, but he is like him. He kept saying, I am the man. So they said to him, Then how were your eyes open? He answered, The man called Jesus, made mud, and anointed my eyes, and said to me, Go to Siloam and wash. So I went and washed and received my sight. They said to him, Where is he? He said, I do not know. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had formerly been blind. Now it was the Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. So the Pharisees again asked him how he had received his sight. And he said to them, He put mud on my eyes, and I washed, and I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. But others said, How can a man who is a sinner do such signs? And there was a division among them. So they said again to the blind man, What do you say about him, since he has opened your eyes? He said, He is a prophet. The Jews did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they called the parents of the man who had received his sight and asked them, Is this your son who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered, We know that this is our son and that he was born blind. But how he now sees we do not know, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him, he is of age, he will speak for himself. His parents said these things because they feared the Jews. But the Jews had already agreed that if anyone should confess Jesus to be the Christ, he was to be put out of the synagogue. Therefore his parents said, He is of age, 
ask him. So a second time they called the man who had been born blind and said to him, Give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered, Whether he is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I know, that I was blind and now I see. They said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered, I have told you already, and you would not listen. Why do you want to hear again? Do you also want to become his disciples? And they reviled him, saying, You are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we do not know where he comes from. The man answered, Why, this is an amazing thing. You do not know where he comes from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered him, You were born in utter sin, and would you teach us? And they cast him out. Jesus heard that they had cast him out. And having found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and it is he who is speaking to you. He said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. Jesus said, For judgment I came into this world that those who do not see may see, and those who see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard these things and said to him, Are we also blind? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say, We see, your guilt remains. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. We rise. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text is from the first reading, Ephesians chapter 5. Here again these words. For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. There was once a man who was having a house built, and he came to check on the progress, and he noticed that all the wiring was in place and the switches were in place, and he flipped a switch to turn on a light, and nothing happened. Well, he did a little more checking. Wanted to see where the problem was. The switch, the light bulb, the wiring, it all seemed to be okay, but still no lights. Finally, he found the electrician working and even checked the fuse box, and it was all in order, and he asked the electrician, well, so what's wrong? Why aren't the lights working? And the electrician said, well, everything is set in the house, but the power company hasn't hooked it up to power yet. The lights wouldn't work because there was no source of power. St. Paul tells us it can be that way in people's lives. He says, for at one time you were darkness. That describes many people in our world today, darkness. They've done everything right, or so it seems. They've sought and found success in business. They have many of the comforts of life. 
They seem to have everything going for them. But something is still missing. They still are not happy. And they go to great lengths to find happiness, buying more and more things, leaving one spouse for another, seeking the counsel of so-called experts in self-fulfillment and such things. Others cannot deal with the reality of the situation they are in, so they try to alter reality through the use of alcohol or other drugs. Some even become so desperate that they cannot see a way out, and they escape by taking their own lives. People in these kinds of situations are unhappy because they have not dealt with the real problem. The real problem has to do with our relationship with God. When our relationship with God is not right, we can never really find happiness. We're like the house that's perfectly wired, but not connected to power. That's the darkness that we live in, the darkness caused by sin. Sin, disobedience of God, keeps us in the dark. We've not done what God wants us to do. We've ignored what he wants us to do. We've done just the opposite so many times. And it leaves us in the darkness of God's judgment. But Christ is the source of power. He has dealt with the problem of our sin. God's own son, Jesus Christ, came into the world to deal with sin. To suffer and die on the cross to pay the price for sin. For your sin and for mine. His power has conquered sin. And the darkness of sin and death is no more because of Jesus. He is the real and complete source of power. And faith in Jesus is that wire that connects us to the source of power. Our relationship with God has been changed because of Jesus. God no longer is standing in judgment over us and our sin, but all who trust and believe in Jesus as their Lord and Savior receive the forgiveness of sins, all sins, every sin, and God's promise of everlasting life. And that love and that forgiveness of God is ours by faith. It's God's Holy Spirit that connects that wire into our hearts, that links us to Jesus as we hear the word of God and our lives are changed. We're connected to the source of power and then the light shines. And that's the real happiness that we all seek. It has nothing to do with what we're able to get for ourselves. But it comes from recognizing what God has done for us. Being connected with God by faith means he provides for all of our needs. He gives us daily bread, all the things that we need to sustain this life, and so much more than what we need. And help and hope in every situation. 
and then we become lights in the darkness. We no longer live our lives for ourselves. We put God first in our lives. That's the way we thank God for all that he has done for us. And we become an example to those around us by showing the importance of God in our lives. Have you ever stopped to think why God put you in charge of managing so many of the things in your lives? Wouldn't it be easier if he just dictated to us everything that was going to happen and everything that we were going to do? But he doesn't do it that way. He leaves many decisions to you and me. But one thing is certain. One thing is certain. God wants to be honored by what we do. He wants us to thank him by the way that we live our lives. He's connected us to the source of power, and how we use that power is largely up to us, but through us should shine the light of Christ. In order for that light to shine, we need to be constantly recharged with power. That's what happens to us when we gather together for worship, We are recharged with the power of God's word. It happens when we read and study God's word, not just on a weekend, but every day. And it's why spending time in prayer is so critical to our daily existence. Plug into the power and shine with the light of Christ. Amen. May the peace of God, which goes beyond all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Please.